Hi, you're listening to All Law, an audio series by Lakshmi Kumaran and Sridharan Attorneys, a leading Indian law firm. At the firm, we're proud to design practical legal solutions for our clients by combining legal knowledge with extensive industry and technology experience. This podcast is a part of our knowledge sharing initiative where we discuss notable legal developments and analyze their business implications. My name is Masuma Rizvi and I'm your host for this episode. The topic for today's discussion is withdrawal of corporate insolvency proceeding even prior to the formation of committee of creditors is permissible. But before diving deep into this topic, let's explore what this topic is all about. The Honorable Apex Court recently in the matter of Abhishek Singh versus Hootamaki PPL Limited and others rendered a significant ruling establishing that a plea for the withdrawal of corporate insolvency resolution process can be allowed by the adjudicating authority even prior to the establishment of the committee of creditors. This interpretation has devolved in accordance with Regulation 30A of the IBBI Insolvency Resolution Process for Corporate Persons Regulation 2016 and the same is also in consonance with Section 12A of the Insolvency and Bankruptcy Code 2016. Now to discuss further on this topic, we have Ms. Rashi Srivastav, who will be joining us in the discussion. Hello Rashi, how are you? Hi Masuma, I'm good, how are you? Absolutely fine Rashi. So Rashi, what was the legal position on the withdrawal of CIRP applications prior to the pronouncement of the current judgment? So, Masuma, Section 12A of Insolvency and Bankruptcy Code enables the withdrawal of CIRP applications that have been admitted under Section 7, 9 or 10 of the Code. Now, such withdrawals can occur with the approval of 90% of the voting share of the Committee of Creditors in the manner prescribed. Regulation 30A of the IBBI regulations outlines the stages at which applicants can seek the withdrawal of CIRP proceedings. Now, there are two stages after admission of CIRP proceedings. One is obviously before the constitution of the committee of creditors, when the applicant can submit the withdrawal application through the IRP, who is the interim resolution professional. And the second one being after the constitution of the committee of creditors, when such application can be made through the IRP or through the resolution professional depending upon the case. Understood, but is there any other prior significant case on similar issue? Yeah, so the Apex Court in Swiss Ribbon Private Limited versus Union of India provided that Regulation 30A of IBBI regulations was amended to permit the consideration of withdrawal applications even prior to the formation of Committee of Creditors. However, this particular case, although widened the ambit for interpretation only to the extent of consideration and remains silent on the part of enforcement post-consideration of such withdrawal application. Thanks, Rashi. What are the essential facts of the case? 
Masuma in the present case who Tamaki PPL Limited initiated section 9 proceedings against Manpasan Beverages Limited which is the corporate debtor now the said proceedings were filed before the honorable NCLT Ahmedabad the NCLT admitted the section 9 petition and an IRP was appointed and CIRP proceedings were initiated Subsequently before the constitution of COC the operational creditor and the corporate debtor reached a settlement after the terms of settlement were honored IRP filed an application under regulation 30A of IBBI regulations before the NCLT for withdrawal of the CIRP against the corporate debtor considering the same the operational creditor also filed an application under section 12A of the IBC the NCLT rejected the withdrawal application citing various reasons one of them being that nclt deemed that regulation 30a of ibbi regulations was not binding on it in response to the nclt's decision the appellant appealed before the nclat whose judgment was further appealed before the supreme court and that's how we come here okay and what are the core legal issues identified in the case So there are two legal issues identified in this the first one being whether an application for withdrawal of CIRP under section 12A of the IBC can be allowed by NCLT prior to the constitution of the COC and second whether regulation 30A of IBBI regulations is binding upon the NCLT or not That's great and what is the decision of the supreme court on this issue so the honorable supreme court has allowed the appeal notably section 7 9 and 10 of ibc do not explicitly prohibit the consideration of applications for withdrawal before the constitution of coc despite being a subordinate legislation to ibc the regulations carry a binding authority over nclt consequently nclt was mistaken in concluding that regulation 30a of ibbi regulations lacked binding effect pursuant to the precedent set by the case of swiss ribbons versus union of india regulation 30a of ibbi regulations was amended to allow the consideration of applications for withdrawal of cirp even before the formation of coc it was clarified that regulation 30 of ibbi regulations is not in conflict with section 12a of ibc rather it complements the provisions introduced by section 12a of the ibc besides nclt possesses inherent powers under rule 11 of nclt rules 2016 to either permit or reject an application for withdrawal of the cirp even prior to formation of coc and regulation 30a of ibbi regulations only provides a comprehensive mechanism for doing it including provisions for addressing the claims or expenses of the irps as well thanks rashi now moving forward to our last question for this episode how does the decision of the honorable supreme court affect the rights of the other creditors beside the operational creditor in this case So Masuma the other creditors of the corporate debtor will retain their independent rights against the corporate debtor in other words their rights would remain unaffected even if the settlement between the corporate debtor and the operational creditor is accepted in the current case and the proceedings are allowed to be withdrawn And that marks the end of this episode 
Thanks a lot Rashi for sharing valuable insights on the topic. I hope you've enjoyed this discussion. Absolutely Masuma the discussion was genuinely engaging and I thoroughly enjoyed it. Thank you for taking the time to listen to this series. We would love your feedback, comments and questions about the episode. You can write to us at podcast@lakshmishree.com to know more. For future episodes, you can also suggest topics you'd like to hear more about. Check out our website www.lakshmishree.com linked in the episode description below to keep abreast with relevant legal updates before you join us next week.